She's life. She's an eight pound pint of beer. She's boot cut jeans. She's a massive fucking vape rig. She's crying all day on Facebook because you're a whiny little snowflake cuck. She's wanking over anime porn. She's having a litre of pumpkin spiced caffeine free soya latte pumped into your anus. She's opening a vegan socialist crossfit box in your parents' second garage. But me? I chose not to choose life. I chose something else. I chose coffee and memes. Yeah! You are so goddamn right. It's 10.03. It's Threshold.fm. You're out here listening to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, it's four minutes past ten and you are locked and loaded with coffee and memes on Threshold.fm, live on the YouTubes, live on the Thresholds, live in the simulation, just live in reality, just we're all alive. Well, those of us that are alive are alive. You know, I don't want to alienate anyone that's dead, but like we're alive, okay? Can we, can we agree? Can we agree on something for once? Please, Christ, God almighty. Hey, tell you what, got a bag full of shoe throwers here. Woohoo! Yep, there's some good bits in there. What have we got? Some stuff by. Uh, oh no, that's that's not updated, has it? God Almighty! I tell you what, you can't get staff around here, can you? you? Can't get staff. This is that No Deal Brexit. This is the sort of thing that's just going to be happening on the regs. Got a classic bit of current value. Got that new bit of D-bridge that I've been threatening to play for a little while. Uh, new bit off the uh, off the new Caliber album. So my video of the um, uh, Jump Up, the sort of charity advert for Jump Up that was on the intro of the show a couple of days ago, uh, which has been going around on social media under the guise of should Jump Up DMB be banned uh, with the cut up video of Devo on it. Well, I posted that on Facebook yesterday, and I guess you could say it's gone viral. In less than 24 hours, it's done about 55,000 views about 600 shares on it. And I reckon that video has probably done more to promote the new Calibre album than well than I've ever done to promote any of my records ever. And probably, than probably Calibre and their entire, and their label have done to promote his new album. So um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to accept any donations uh, from the Calibre community. That's uh, totally fine by me. Uh, just get in touch with Wesley Snips. He's handling all the accounts now because, you know, God knows I can't be trusted. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash thresholdfm and you can donate. Yeah, you can join the Whistles crew. <sighs> Sorry, talking a bit fast. I'm on my third coffee. I'm wearing a scarf. I'm just putting that out there, guys. I'm wearing a scarf indoors because it is absolutely freezing in here today. It's very, very cold. I've got a, I've got a, a, an oil heater in between my legs, which is just cooking cooking my seminal fluids um, and my pee, you know, that's all stored in the balls, heating it up. It's almost certainly causing me infertility, that and the soy enema I had this morning. It's the only thing that get me out of bed. Um, we've got a little bit of housekeeping, actually. Guys, 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 <clears throat> got two new shows to add to the, ro- add to the roster. This Sunday at 8pm sees Irregular Joe, a.k.a. Joe Waits, a.k.a. our resident vegan communist. Uh, he brings The Mezzanine Show, a weekly two-hour dive into the vast array of e- electronic music with no limits on genre, age, format, palatability or decency. Um, this should prove, at the very least, an emotional experience. Uh, Joe just making up his own rules there, in spite of what I've told him. But hey, what are you going to do? That's that's a vegan communist for you. Can't argue with that. So yeah, 8pm on Sunday. Sees the beginning of the Mezzanine Show. I can confirm that I've heard the first two, and they are actually exceptional. Uh, Monday at 7pm. Sees uh, the beginning of Gold Top Radio. 
your new supplier of high-quality bass music. Gold Top Radio is a monthly show brought to you by Nick, a.k.a. Croc, and co-host Dan, a.k.a. Bide, a.k.a. B-Day. We are hell-bent on providing the public with a smorgasbord of the freshest beats, the weightiest bangers, and the gulliest dingers. Um, uh, The team is led by Shadowy Finger. uh, Shadowy Finger? Finger? Finger. Sorry, the word figure is right next to the word dinger. You know, it's, it's... I can't read, basically. The team is led by a shadowy figure from within one of London's toughest prisons, only known as the Supreme Leader. Uh, expect wisecracks, guest mixes, sexy um, indiscretions, and the leader. You will laugh, you will cry, you will complain to Ofcom. Okay, well, <clears throat> good, great. Uh, so, uh, there's two shows now uh, playing by their own rules. Well, that's... <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, that's Threshold.fm for you. What can you say? Right, look, let's get into some of these shoe throwers. Let's have the message by Prolix. Bit of a classic. He's got a new one coming out soon. I need that. Need to get my hands on it. It's on Blackout. Looks like fun. It's called Drop Bombs or something, which is sounds problematic, but hey, you know. We do what we can. We all we all make um we we give we'd like to give Prolix the benefit of the doubt. God knows he needs it. You know, we're sort of taking him along for the ride, aren't we? You know, it's um it's sort of like you, you know, the the one friend of the group who um he wouldn't survive on his own, you know, so you have to, like, come on, tie your shoelaces, that's it. Go on, do you want another pint? Yeah, do you? you not brought your wallet out? No. That's all right, don't worry. Get, get Chris a pint, come on. That's all right, no, he's fine. He, he Just get him, it's like, why do we always bring him out? He's never got any money, he's never, what does he bring to the, oh, he, he bless him, he's nice, he's doing his best, come on. Anyway, yeah, this is Prolix with the message. <laughs> I love you, Chris. <laughs> Chris is the first person to just straight up turn down coming on the show. <laughs> I was like, hey, do you want to come on the show? He's like, no. Thank you. 
I have uh, realised that I do, with this scarf on, look a little bit like I drink craft ale and vape. Neither of those things are true. Okay, okay, okay. That's uh, the message by Prolix and Black Sun Empire. That's fine. Absolutely fine, that record. Literally um, no problems as far as I can tell. I mean, I've analysed it. You know, I've run it through all the gear and that. As far as I can tell, it's absolutely fine. Good to go. Nice one, boys. Um, Drum and Bass Arena Awards last night, apparently. Uh, according to Demi, she could just be making it up. And I'm not going to Google it. So, um, you know, I'm just just going on her word alone. Andy C won Best DJ. It's fine. Fine with that. Mephius, Best Album. That's yeah, fine. And Best Producer. Sure. No problems there. Um, Noisy won Nothing. And Unglued won Best Remix. Uh, well, that's obviously going against what Jeremy Corbyn said about that. He said, Best Bootleg ever. He said, It's not even the best bootleg of that that song. Jeremy Corbyn there, the leader of the opposition. Um, right. Uh, yeah, cool. Okay. Um, listen, guys. Uh, what was I going to say? Don't know. Anyway. British pensioners arrested on suspicion of smuggling cocaine. An elderly British couple have been arrested on suspicion of smuggling drugs after £2 million worth of cocaine was allegedly found in their suitcases while on board a cruise. Uh, the couple aged 70 and 72... Uh, we're on the Marco Polo, which was docked at Lisbon, Portugal, when the discovery was made. Uh, police told media that nine kilos of um, chalk, of nose bag, nine kilos of nose bag was found hidden inside false bottoms in four suitcases. <whistles> Cops in Lisbon were tipped off by the UK's National Crime Agency, NARCs, about the couple. Uh, Victor uh, Ananes, who led the operation for Portugal's Policia Judiciaria said the man and the woman are English, although they don't live in England, but in another European country. Mm, well, Brexit will soon put pay to that. We knew they were looking. Uh, we knew who we were looking for and boarded the cruise ship with a search warrant. Wow. Uh, we believe the couple were given the drugs in the Caribbean island. Uh, we do not. Uh, we are not sure where the cocaine was going uh, and when it was going to be brought ashore. The couple were not at all showy and blended in well because most of the other passengers were elderly. They were travelling alone. They didn't try to protest their innocence after... Oh, they didn't try and protest their innocence after the arrest. Uh, They haven't said anything to police about how the drugs got in their case. Spokesman for the Cruise and Maritime Voyages, which ran the cruise, said Portuguese police officials attended the Marco Polo in Lisbon last Tuesday and detained two passengers who were travelling on board uh, laden down with loads of pub grub. Uh, it's understood that it was in connection with the suspected possession of narcotics. Uh, cruise and Maritime Voyages is fully cooperating. Well, that's very good of you. Marco Polo departed from London Tilbury, 5th of November, and was sailing to the West Indies and Azores. Uh, there were 610 passengers. It's not known how many more of them were ca- carrying gear or dingers or pingers or nose bag. Uh, they do not... Uh, the, the cruise company don't tolerate criminal activity uh, or antisocial behaviour aboard their ships. That's worth noting, isn't it? In case any of you want to go on there to sell drugs, beat people up and, uh, I don't know, commit terrorism. Uh, they won't tolerate it. So just be aware. Okay. According to the local media, a number of plain-clothed police officers who boarded the cruise in a discreet fashion uh, to carry out the arrest uh, so not to not draw attention to themselves. That's nice of them, isn't it? The couple are currently being held in Portugal. Well, keen to know what goes on there. Maybe they're being stitched up. Maybe they're just mules. Maybe they've, you know, these, these, you know, these drug lords. Yeah, you've seen them on the telly, haven't you? And in the newspapers, these drug lords. Um, mates for those SoundCloud rappers. These drug lords. Yeah. Well, they, 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 they're scum. You know, they're real rotters, bastards, and they're real sods. But bloody prats, they are absolute. Prats, fannies, real, oh, real, real, real buggers, yeah. These drug lords. Anyway, well, they, they maybe they've kidnapped the elderly couple's pet dog, and they're holding it to ransom unless they transport this nine kilos of pub grub somewhere as possible. Or, or maybe, maybe this elderly couple, maybe they're the drug lords. You know, it's two thousand and eighteen. Anything's possible. Maybe they're the prats. Bloody drug lord prats. Absolute prats, a lot of them. 
What else have we got? Santa rips off beard and tells children to get the fuck out of his grotto. <laughs> in grotto meltdown. Shocked parents described how Father Christmas ripped off his beard and costume before swearing at customers after a fire alarm went off in a venue in Cambridgeshire. Oh, well, all right. Look, if he's telling people to get out because there's a fire, you know, and you have to use coarse language. What would you prefer? Coarse language or burning to death? A bad Santa reportedly told Grotto crowds to get the fuck out after ripping off his beard and leaving children in tears. Well, he left the kids in there, did he? Shocked parents described how the bizarre incident began when the fire alarm, with the fire alarm being triggered before Santa began displaying very strange behaviour at the Corn Exchange Grotto in St Ives. That's St Ives, Cambridgeshire, not St Ives, Cornwall. Just worth pointing that out. The incident led parents to frantically try and explain what was wrong with Santa to their children. One little boy was reportedly left particularly upset when Santa used the F word. This kid needs to grow up. This kid needs a slice of reality. Damn, this kid, this kid you, can't, you can't be wrapping your kids up in cotton wool, can you? And then you, you encounter this almost certainly drunk Santa who gives that kid a cold slice of reality, a cold dose of the F-bomb. Yeah, wake up, kid, all right? Bush did 9-11, yeah? You can't, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Sometimes Santa's drunk, sometimes he swears. Sometimes when fire alarms go off, you've got to get the fuck out of the grotto. I mean that literally and metaphorically, kid. The mum added, My children, th- I mean, my, mom, my, my children, thankfully, didn't take too much notice. <laughs> right. Uh, they asked why Santa was being horrible. And after they heard the crowd outside talking about it, and like, like my f- friend's little boy was upset that his dad's carrying him. Santa told him to get the fuck out of there, like. So I told our children he wasn't the real Santa and that he was just an imposter. He's going to go on the naughty list. Well, that's not bad. Just, uh, yeah, okay, that works, doesn't it? Uh, the free Santa Grotto event was billed as an opportunity for children to come and see Santa and his chief snowman, uh, with each child receiving a gift. Uh, however, it turns out that the gift was Santa's rather thick tongue. Uh, the descent into chaos began when smoke machines from a separate family-friendly blow-your-whistle rave event. Oh, there we go. Here we bloody go. A uh, family-friendly blow-your-whistle rave event. Family-friendly raves. That is some end-of-day shit, isn't it? Uh, held downstairs, and that triggered the fire alarm. Around 50 children and their parents were left open-mouthed when in the process of guiding families to safety, it's alleged Santa began acting strangely, ripping off his costume and swearing repeatedly. Hey, look, I'm on for Santa's side here. If, like, the fire alarm's gone off, yeah, and you have to, it's, unless you know it's a drill, you've got to assume that there's a real fire going on. At that point, staying in character is not the priority, you know? The lives of those around you are the priority. And if you're taking responsibility for them, if you have to start a whooping and a hollering and dropping F-bombs like it's going out of fashion, so be it. He did the right thing. Santa did nothing wrong. Uh, The organisers, Festival Events St Ives, have since apologised. They wrote on Facebook... Uh, (laughs) receiving four likes and one share they wrote on Facebook last Sunday during a family rave event uh, not an F-E-S-T event in the Corn Exchange St Ives the firearms were activated by smoke in the Charter Hall Santa was upstairs in his grotto still referring to him as Santa and not a man dressed as Santa uh, keep really keeping up the facade, aren't they? Santa was upstairs in his grotto, an event organised by Festival Events St Ives, a voluntary organisation, uh, and immediately insist, uh, assisted in the evacuation of the building. Uh, we wish to apologise for any offence or distress caused to parents and children uh, by the attempts to ensure all visitors and staff had exited the building and were safe. This is the age we're living in, where people are more concerned about effing and jeffing than being burnt, burnt alive. This is a disgrace. This is an outrage. It's appalling. Yes. Um, anyway, they got four likes and one share on that, so that's not bad, is it? Spokeswoman said... Oh, no, that's the same thing. Uh, oh, that's it. That's the end of the story, guys. That is the end of the story. Oh, someone... Here we go. <laughs> someone in the comments called Snowflake Destroyer. I bet they're a fucking laugh at parties. No wonder kids are growing up to be snowflakes. Why would you feed this utter nonsense? Idiots frittering their money away because they're ma- being made to feel guilty. As if they're bad parents if they don't and they like mindless shit. This doesn't even make any sense. 
These words are all in the right way. Save the money, you idiots, and invest in your kids' future. Same goes to moron football fans who put going to a, a se- going to a season ticket above their friends. Well, listen, Snowflake Destroyer, you've got four likes on that, but you've got six dislikes. So you're obviously you're either fishing in the wrong pond, or people are just very confused by the fact that you can't get words in the right order. Unlike mindless sheep, they buy it. Oh, Snowflake Destroyer, you're so hard. Well, at least I'm only joking. Um... Doesn't a potential fire take precedence over some rude words? Yes, Bison Blake, it does. And uh, Ginny Wig, she says, sorry, but ha 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 ha. Um, you tell him, Satan, I mean Santa. 11 likes, one dislike. I wonder what the dislike was for. Uh... <laughs> so below Slowflake Destroyer uh, is someone called Fox Stoat Fox, potentially a bottom reference. And they write, I don't understand how you have any thumbs up because I don't understand what the hell you're talking about. And I've read it three times now. Uh, Mr. Canuck below says, lol, Fox, glad glad I'm not alone. (laughs) 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 Oh, snowflake destroyer. Oh, you sad, lonely person. Right, look. Talking of this new Calibre album, uh, which I undoubtedly deserve some sort of... uh, you know, some sort of reward for promoting um, is uh, this is called uh, Under You and You. Scott Amen's in it. So if there are any small children in the room, don't be shy about covering their ears. Not mine. Um, so how come I didn't win Best Lobster-Based Radio Show at the Drama Base Arena Awards last night? That seems like a fix or a conspiracy. Yeah, the drum and bass bourgeoisie will ne- never accept our show. But, you know, us lobsters, we're in oppressed class now. It's something we're going to have to get used to. So there was no radio show award. Hmm, that's convenient, isn't it? Very convenient. Look into it.
Drum Bass Arena Awards, invite only as well. Mm. I've had it with the Drum and Bass Bourgeoisie. Us lobsters, us lobster proletariat. We need to rise up. We need to start a revolution. We need... Communist detective. Uh-oh. Yes, that is Under Year and You by Calibre. Oh, it's a nice bit, isn't it? Oh, it's a nice one. It's off the 4am album. Lovely stuff. Right, what else have we got? Okay, this is a bit of fun. Uh, no, not that one. Man says he was catfished by police on Tinder who raided his flat. This is uh, rough, man. This is, uh, yeah, not not great. Uh, <laughs> well, let's get rid of all the guff at the beginning. Okay, comedian Martin Miller, 30, signed up for the popular app after breaking up with his partner. In a video he shared on his Facebook page, he says he didn't want to go out to bars and try and chat up women, so he decided to try his luck at Tinder. Uh, After struggling to find a a match, he goes one further and pays for Tinder gold. And before he knows it, he's found the love of his life and decides to ask her out. Martin, who lives in Florida, okay, that's the first red flag, says... I match with this girl, and she looks nice. She's pretty, and she looks like she's got a nice personality. She's got pictures on her Instagram account, so I know she's real and decide to send her a message. Mm, that's a bit of a weird thing to say. Uh, she's a bit younger than me, in her early 20s, and she probably parties more than I do, probably goes out to clubs more than I do, but I just tried, uh, decide to try and sound fun uh, and see how it would come across. Uh, but it would seem that the mystery woman's ideas of fun involve using drugs, weed in particular. And though Martin claims he doesn't do drugs, uh, he's faced with either having a date with a younger, attractive woman, uh, as he points out earlier in the video, or dying alone. Oh, those are the choices, are they? Okay. Uh, well, he takes this pretty questionable decision. He takes the pretty questionable decision to pretend that he does drugs and pretends that he has drugs in order to convince her to come over. He will regret this decision very quickly. Uh, but his new flame goes one further and asks if Martin has anything stronger, which again he says yes to. Another mistake. Martin says, I gave her my address and said, see you in 30 minutes. I get all doled up, fix my hair, put on a nice shirt, and uh, and the door knocks. I open the door expecting to see the next love of my life, the woman I'm going to marry. And what did I see standing in front of me? Three uniformed police officers with a search warrant. Turns out the police were using a fake Tinder account to catch people who said they were hoarding drugs in their house. The hapless romantic then pans the camera around to show the mess left by police. Uh, He adds, So rather than impressing some chick with my witty banter, I'm stood here having to clean up the aftermath of a police raid in my house. Do not pretend you have drugs to get women to come to your flat. Uh, I mean, don't do that anyway, even if you don't have drugs. Just don't do it if you have drugs. It's just really, it's just not good. Lab Bible have contacted Tinder for comment. I'll tell you what, I don't believe a fucking word of this. I think he's making the whole thing up. There is no, um, 
no one else is calling bullshit in the comments. Um, although this looks good. I get paid over $90 an hour working from home with two kids. Well, I never thought that I would. Oh, I'll chuck that link out later. Yeah, I'm calling him a liar. Yeah, I'm just coming out with it. Martin, Florida, Martin. Oh, he's a comedian. That's a bad start. Never trust a comedian. Uh, Martin Miller, 30. Mm, yeah, I. there's no actual real evidence of the police. He's uh, The picture that he's posted is just of uh, some clothes on the floor. I imagine his flat looks like that anyway. And then he's got sort of pictures of him going like this. Uh, I think he's trying to become a YouTuber, I think is what's happening here. And it's it's a good story, but I don't believe it. I don't believe that you would... So what are you going to do? You're going to say, yeah, I have actually got hard drugs. Why don't you come over and we can take some hard drugs together? And then she arrives and goes, okay, come on, let's let's do the hard drugs. And you go, I haven't got any hard drugs, actually. Uh, would you like a glass of wine? She's going to think you're an A-grade prick. Uh, it's not going to work. So I don't believe it. Uh, you know, I think... It's appalling. Yeah, it's pretty bad. What have we got? Woman has heart attack after drinking a litre of soy sauce. Mm, I'll get you. That'll get you. 39-year-old from the USA, probably from Florida, uh, has been identified as CG in a case study, and she drank a large quantity of the condiment after watching a video online that claimed that you could do so to cleanse your colon of toxins. Oh, God. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, However, due to the subsequent sodium levels in her blood, mm -hmm, she went into cardiac arrest. I don't... I don't... think you could do it well she obviously did do it that's impressive i will say that uh cg was found to have 200 grams of salt in her blood which is five times higher than what it's what is considered to be a lethal dose fuck doctors attempted to reduce the levels but the change was too rapid and she was left with irreversible nerve damage oh my god that's awful dr bernard who discusses unusual medical cases on his youtube channel um shared the details of CG's story with his 862,000 followers. He said that according to CG's husband, she had been in poor physical and mental health in the six months prior to drinking the soy sauce. Um, CG had been living off a diet of white bread and canned fish and was severely deficient in vitamins. She had also been hospitalised as a a result of paranoid schizophrenia. This is, she's having a rough time, man. Why are there videos on the internet saying to drink a litre of soy sauce to cleanse your colon? That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's horrendous. Hey, look, I'm a free speech dude, but I'd like if you're saying stuff that's causing people to physically harm themselves, do, do you not have some sort of responsibility for that? I don't know. That's a weird area, isn't it? The husband found her collapsed and she went into cardiac arrest on the way to the hospital. Doctors attempted to dilute the sodium levels in her blood and the treatment treatment seemed to be working as she drifted in and out of... uh, In and out of confidence? Who wrote this? Jake Massey of the Lad Bible. In and out of consciousness over the coming days. Drifted in and out of confidence. Fucking hell. This This is a serious article. Um... You know, if it's an article about someone gobbing on a pizza or something, you can play it fast and loose with the copy editing, but um, Jesus. However, on the fourth day, doctors determined she had central pontine melioniosis, uh, meaning her nerve cells couldn't transmit signals and she was unable to move her limbs, speak or swallow. This is horrendous. Uh, Dr. Bernard believes most people would be unable to stomach such vast quantities of soy sauce without puking. So I would have thought. Uh, Even if they had they would be urgently compelled to drink water due to the extreme dehydration. But CG also resisted these urges. That's wild. So CG had some some quality to her that could separate her mind from drinking soy sauce. It's a shame that she wasn't able to sort of put that towards some sort of useful skill. Damn. Dr. Bernard argues that CG may have been undiagnosed, an undiagnosed sufferer of celiac disease, whereby gluten ingestion damages the small intestine. He claimed that if this was the case, her white bread diet would have aggravated her condition, and this could have made her delusional. Added that the soy sauce toxin cleansing theory is based on half-truths. There was not medically advised treatment. Yep, don't do it. That's the coffee and memes. I think maybe we could get a coffee and, le- coffee and memes list of don'ts and i definitely say the litre of soy sauce is pretty high up the list of don'ts right signal remix of uh, camo and crooked totally fine 
featuring Tasha Baxter. It's called Black or White. Drunk in the chat says, Will, you should actually go and work for Lab Bible. To be honest, I'm exactly the sort of prick that should write articles for Lab Bible. That's a sad reality of all of this. It's got a bit of the evanescence about it, hasn't it? It's just emo drum and bass.
Yeah, Signal Remix of Cameron Crooked, Black or White, featuring Tashar Baxter. Nice. Nice bit of gear, nice bit of emo. Yeah, you having it? You having it? All right, fine, good. Okay, let's crack on. Uh, top dog names. This is um, tackling the important issues of the day. Uh, top 2018 dog names revealed. And some of them are just plain weird. Uh, now that Pornhub has released its 2018 year in review, we'll get into that, don't you worry, it only seems right that the rest of us follow suit with a bit of end-of-year reflection. Now, uh, yeah, okay, so look, we'll just, just crack straight into it. Um, top male dog names, you shouldn't assume, um, of 2018 in descending order, Max, uh, in at number one, Max, then Charlie, Cooper, Buddy, Jack, Rocky, Duke, Bear, Tucker, and Oliver were the most popular. Uh, female dog names are Bella, Lucy, Luna, Daisy, Lola, Sadie, Molly, Bailey, Maggie. Have you got, is it, does it have to be a two-syllable name? Is that the thing? Yeah? Guess so. While many people are sticking to the classics uh, with retro dog names like Pearl, Willie, and Fred, are they retro dog names? What about Rover, eh? And Rex? You fascists. Um, up 17% from last year. Hipster names like Soy. Oh, God. Oh, what kind of subhuman scum would you have to be to name your dog Soy? Oh, you could name it Cuck as well. Jesus. Inari. Oh, that's kind of cute. Oak, Brew, and Bay. Bay! Oh, Christ. All I will say about dogs is if you're on Instagram and you are not following Mr. Bubs, you need to you need to readdress some things in your life. That's all. That's all, all I'm saying. Um, some have even decided to name their good boys after bad guys, with dogs named after popular villains, and that's up eighteen percent. How are they measuring this uh, from 2017? Uh, such as Loki, Bane, Sid. Uh, Anakin and Lex while dogs called Pennywise have also increased by 500% wow okay uh, next year the villainous names villainous names look uh, to look out for are apparently Thanos Jafar Darth Gaston uh, Bates and Dead Mouse uh, similarly <laughs> others have drawn inspiration from sci-fi flicks with tributes to Guardians of the Galaxy Rogue One Wonder Woman Thor Avengers etc uh, the name Drax has even increased in popularity by a whopping 186%. Names from Westworld, uh, Maeve, Dolores. Dolores is a kind of cool name for a dog. Logan, oh, that's cool. Elsie and Teddy are also enjoying some limelight right now. Unsurprisingly, Fortnite names are also trending. Zoe, Lucy, uh, Lucky, Rex, Ranger, Raven, Trooper, uh, Petunia, Mako, Magnus, Tracker. And British royal family, Sophie, George, Prince, uh, Prince, yeah. uh, Charlotte and Harry. Oh, why, am I, why am I bothering? Um, food names for dog have always been, a th- dogs have always been a thing. Oh, yeah. Biscuit, cinnamon, muffin, muffin, waffles and beans. Beans! Great. Brilliant. Uh, I employ you also all to fo- follow, are they called beans in the wrong place or something? Um, I guess. Uh, on Instagram, uh, I think they're called Beans in the Wrong Place. I'll post it on my Instagram later. It's um, it's truly dis- disturbing stuff. Uh, we're equally obsessed with booze too, uh, with alcohol-related names including whiskey, porter, Guinness, brandy, and amber, up 17%. And food names to look out for in 2019, couscous, Crisco, Cheetos, pasta, and ramen, apparently. <sighs> Why can't they just call their dogs Wesley Snips? Like any decent, honest, God-fearing folk. Okay, come on, Pornhub 2018 trends. Let's get into it. Stormy Daniels and Fortnite among top Pornhub 2018 trends. Okay, top searches. Number one, Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels! Ooh! Coming from the body heat. Hardly surprising given that she's A, a famous adult film star, and B, the one who took down Donald Trump. She didn't take him down, did, did she? He's still there. He's, he's done nothing to him. If, if anything, it's done her. She's fucked herself over. She now has to pay his legal fees. Ridiculous. What f- f- fucking time to be alive. Double whammy, some would say. Nonsense. You don't know anything. <laughs> uh, Fortnite. Um, 
Okay, yes, I know Fortnite was named the ultimate game of 2018, and apparently it's causing, causing loads of divorces, right? Okay. Uh, number three, 4K. Ultra high definition adult content. I think HD is the worst thing to happen to porn. No one, no one needs to see the. You want it a little bit, a little bit soft focus, don't you? No, you don't. Yeah. Romantic in at number four. Okay. Uh, well, that's a turn up for the books, isn't it? Cute, uh, but we're all looking in the wrong place. Number five, trans. Wow, how about that? Uh, six, outdoor. Okay. Uh, don't know. Uh, seven, tattoos. Uh, again, exactly what it says on the tin. Eight, Tinder. Still going strong in the adult film world, even though no one really uses the app anymore. Is that true? No one really uses Tinder anymore? Anyway, um, oh, what's this? Uh, Bosetta? Bose, uh, that's fan-created, gender-bent version of Super Mario franchise character Bowser. Oh, okay. Oh, Bowsetta then. Right. That's in at number nine. Okay. That's a fan-created, gender-bent version of the Mario of the Super Mario franchise character Bowser. In case you didn't know, that's um, Lab Bible. Yeah, there using the term gender-bent. Uh, Ten threesome, stone cold classic. Points to a simpler time in many ways. Uh, nice to see there's some porn traditionalists out there, eh? Right oh, right oh. Okay, well, thanks for that, Lab Bible. Um, you're a, a truly, truly god-awful bunch. Uh, here's Dark Rain by Current Value as a sort of palate cleanser. Uh, a few other announcements, guests for next week. Leveller will be on the show on Tuesday. He's going to be attempting to defend Jump Up as a political ideology. That should be a bit of fun. And then still trying to lock someone down for a Rankin and Friends podcast later in the week. Oh, and on the 21st will be the Coffee and Memes Christmas special. Cy Twitty, head of uh, Trickstar Radio, he's going to be in. Uh, we're going to be drinking booze at 10 in the morning. Uh, Hayley, my missus, she's going to be in as well. It's going to be a laugh riot.
That is such a monster. Yeah, Dark Rain, my current value. Loudy. Oh, loudy. Um, Company will deliver a fart in a jar to whomever you please. Um, Farts are funny, that's a fact. Yeah, can't can't lie with that. They're particularly funny when you're the one responsible for introducing the fart to the atmosphere. Unless, of course, it was an accidental fart in an inopportune moment, such as in a lift or a board meeting. So this year, why not give the gift of guff? Uh, the aptly named Farts Direct <laughs> uh, delivers farts, uh, delivers jars of farts uh, to a person of your choosing. All you have to do is choose a scent and choose a person. Uh, if you're feeling festive, you can choose between sprout stench and stuffing shart. <laughs> Alternatively, you can go with the classic uh, hanging out of your ass, curry napalm, or love puff. <laughs> uh, they even do Brexit-themed fart jars for the Brexiteer or Remainer wanker mate of yours. Um, uh, better out than in, or <laughs> stay still in case it slips. Stay still in case it slips. Anyway, uh, in case you're still on the fence about the gift, uh, let this little message on the Farts Direct website convince you. Imagine the look on their face when they realise they've just inhaled an invisible turd. And once they've breathed in the surprise stench you've done, uh, it's the perfect well, a perfect way to tell someone how you truly feel about them without having to say a word. Uh, the jar of smelly ass will cost you only 10 quid. It's not bad, is it? Farts come in an airtight lid and contain a parchment with a personalised message. Uh, alternatively, you can send it anonymously. Uh, the jar will also be full to the brim with fart. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Martin Grix, Martin, uh, Martin Garrix, okay, CEO of Farts Direct, said, uh, we need to let the stigma surrounding farts go. Oh, listen, pal. Uh, it's important to share the guff. All right, look, don't be like the woman running the bloody sex robot hire service trying to say, well, actually, it can be extremely empowering for lonely people or people with mental illnesses. Like, fuck off, you're making a pound note out of farts in jars. Don't try and dress it up as, we're actually really looking to tackle the stigma around bodily wind. We really want to make, we're body wind positive, we're inclusive, diverse, and we really, we just want to do a lot of like community outreach to just get people in, get people coming together and just sniffing each other's farts. Just really inhaling deeply through the nostrils. No shame in it. No shame. We are fart positive here. Absolutely. 100%. We don't care who you are, what race, religion, colour, creed, you know, what social class or background you're from. Everybody farts and everyone should be sniffing each other's farts every day. We want to get everyone in the entire world together under one roof to just fart their hearts out for an entire day. What could be more compelling? What could be more impassioned and, and, and really bring people together just under the umbrella of bodily wind? Uh, Ten pound, farts in a jar, send it to someone. Uh, you could try a sprout guff, a sprout stench, uh, a stuffing shart. You send them a stuffing, send them a curry napalm. You know, just to tell them that you love them, to tell your neighbours, uh, tell your immigrant neighbours that you love them and accept them for who they are uh, by sending them a fart. You know, just do it. Just send your Brexiteer auntie a fart in the jar to tell her that even though you fundamentally disagree with her ignorant politics, that you still love her and you want her to smell your anus. Right. So that's his official statement. Um, uh, yeah, why not? Do it. Fine. I'm going to send my mum one for Christmas. Hope she doesn't disown me. Cool. Right, look, to play us out, it's shut down by Mindscape. It's all right. Nice bit, actually. You know, all things considered. Ooh, we're not loud, though.
that. Uh, Jump Up charity videos. Uh, best part, 60,000 views now. This is wild. 85% men, 14% women split. Very divisive. That's shut down by Mindscape. Copper on the mic, I assume. Right, just needs me time to shout out the VIP list. This is a list of bad motherfuckers that are donating to help keep Coffee and Memes and Threshold.fm alive. Help us pay the bills, help us keep the lights on, help us keep pushing this crazy monster forwards. If you want your name on this list, Get over to Patreon. You go support the station on our website or there's a link in the YouTube video. If you donate $10 a month or more, you get your name on this list. That's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R., Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J., Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, uh, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heichelbeck, John Finnison and the BDR crew. BDR crew, BDR crew. It's increasing... It's increasing. Thank you so much to everyone that's supporting. Everyone that's supporting for under a tenner as well. You're all a bunch of bad motherfuckers. And uh, frankly, without you all supporting, I just wouldn't do it. No, I would. Well, maybe. I don't know. But for how long, you know? It's uh, So anyway, later today, 3 p.m., I'm 50-50 on Rankins Records. I want to do it, but I also have to pay my rent next month. So I might have to be doing some sound design work instead. If I, if I can get stuff done then I will do the show. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, but otherwise, I will see you tomorrow morning at 10am. Uh, I love you all dearly. Don't let your memes be dreams. Increase the peace. Decrease the grief. Just keep throwing them shoes, man. Keep throwing them shoes. We out here. We out. All right. Love you. See you later.